Welcome to the Canvas Rebel Podcast, where we believe your story matters. Your viewpoint and your insights matter. In our view, there is far too much coverage of the trends that ivory tower professors and billionaire fund managers are seeing. What's the edge in hearing the billionaire consensus view over and over again? The edge comes from hearing new perspectives and new information, like from the wedding planner who's worked with hundreds of couples during the pandemic and has noticed that new couples are allocating significantly more of their wedding budgets on small details like personalized neon signs, or hearing from an accountant who's seeing how there is a huge uptick in e-commerce clients generating revenue from in-person pop-ups. Those sorts of insights are what Canvas Rebel is all about, and today, Madison is chatting with some of our content partners about trends and lessons learned. Content partners help us in so many ways from sponsoring our mission to spreading the word about the work that we do and collaborating with us on content like this. And so with no further ado, here's Madison with today's panel. Hi, everyone. My name is Madison. I am so excited to be back with another episode of our podcast. Today, we are talking about all things entrepreneurship, which is a topic that is near and dear to my heart as a fellow female entrepreneur, and I am so excited to dive right in. So I would love if you could both please introduce yourselves, tell me a little bit about yourself and your businesses, and I'll let conversation flow from there. All right, so my name is Nicole Sando, and I am a business owner. I am the owner of Namaste Naturally, and basically I create freshly handmade self-care products and promote a positive self-care routine. Um, I myself as a mom, business owner, I have a nine to five. I go to school full time for my master's. So I know how crazy life can be. So promoting self-care is something that's dear to my heart because it's important. Yes. It helps you keep your sanity. It helps you from yelling. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so, I do that as well as I educate the community on what ingredients to avoid. And I do also offer consultation services for like a breakdown of a skincare ingredient label. I do vendor markets all over Miami and Broward. So I just like to find the perfect vibe to share my knowledge. Wonderful. Beautiful. Uh, we need to connect Nicole. <laughs> Being here in Miami. Uh, hi, I'm Marianne Bacall. I am the founder of Thriver Lifestyle. I'm a manifestation coach, content creator, speaker, as well as events producer. And I help to activate women entrepreneurs to really tap into their sexual, sensual, and spiritual powers so that they can manifest anything that they want. Love, life, career, business. Uh, I do this with merging my 19 years of social media, marketing, business development, PR experience. So the strategy with the soul work. Um, I've been in esoteric teachings. Uh, I'm a certified pranayama meditation teacher. Uh, I teach a lot about energetics, uh, spell work, all of that. And I combine that to really help women set forth more in their divine feminine energy and really do things unconventionally and bold from what is expected in our current more masculine hustle culture type yes. of environment. So really working with women and their cycles, how they can feel better, feel good, uh, take pleasure, have a pleasure practice and incorporate that in their life and business so that they actually are more successful. And I do this through various offerings. I have a lot of content on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, and I also do uh, coaching programs. I have my sensational self mastermind that's currently taking applications. I have retreats in Tulum and the Philippines. I host lots of different uh, workshops and events in LA, Miami, New York. I have one in Miami coming up on February 10th called The Art of Self-Love and Siren Energy. 
And yeah, I basically really just want to help elevate women because I feel like women change the world. And if we have more empowered, confident, healthy, pleasure fulfilled women, like abundant women, this world is a much better place. Well said, right on. Well, thank you both so much for being here. I am so excited to hear a little bit more about each of you and your stories. Um, My first question, what has been the biggest challenge you both have faced in your entrepreneurial journey and how did you overcome that? For me, it's really been the constant evolution to show up authentically as I continue growing. And it's a lot easier for me now in this practice. But I remember when I first started speaking about the quote unquote woo woo stuff is I came from a very like logical. I was in corporate. I was a marketing director. And then I went off on my own and had a marketing agency. But it was still very like followed what was out there, you know, like the strategies, things like that. And I was kind of in the closet, you know, with my spirituality and all these other things. And it came to the point where I'm like, I don't know why I'm trying to hide it. I had different accounts and it just felt like it burnt me out. And I'm like, why can't I put this together and merge it? And I think really the most difficult was thinking like, okay, am I going to be successful with this? What are people Mm going to say? All that. And then I realized that like, who cares? You know, like you'll always find your audience. And when you show up authentically, the right type of people will fall off and the right type of people, I mean, the wrong type of people will fall off and the right will get attracted to your message. And it's just continuously like as I continue growing, sharing more and more of that. And so yeah, that was a really big challenge years ago when I was first kind of integrating it because I'm like, Oh, I don't know, people gonna say, and I did, I did have people even like close friends and family, like, what are you like, I actually had a, one of my best friends, like one of my best guy friends say like, people might lose respect for you, you know, because you're talking about like, like all these type of things, manifestation, and it's not as big as it was now, it is now. But like, right. when I started, it, you know, talking about astrology and energetics, it was like, are people gonna like, trust you, you know, you should just stick to saying like the strategic stuff. Huh? Yeah. And I was like, Nope, I'm not gonna listen. Yeah. And I mean, he wasn't my target audience anyways. That's right. Exactly. So, yeah, I think my advice to people is that, you know, just really speak authentically to what, you know, you want to share, what your business is going to be. It's a reflection of you. Um, And it's okay to to pivot, to change, to evolve as you go through the years. Yeah. I absolutely agree with all of that. And I think so I know when I've I've been the I've been a business owner for a little over two years. I remember when I first started, I struggled a lot with consistency because I was like, oh, I'm opening a business. I don't have like anyone to turn to, anyone to ask questions. So I literally had to figure it out on my own. But I think that's the fun part. Like every day is different. Every day you're like, all right, I can do this. And then the next day you're like, I can't do this. And it's like a roller coaster ride, but it gets to the point where you're like, all right, I like this roller coaster ride. I know that I need this to do this the resources will come to me. It's, it's kind of like what you said. It's about doing it anyway, even though you don't feel ready. Yes. Yeah. We all have imposter syndrome. I think that's yes a natural reaction to doing something out of the yeah. norm. And I also agree, like people have probably looked at me and said, why are you starting a business? Aren't you happy in your nine to five? Yes, but I'm not trying to stay there. Like yeah. I hate it when people try to project their own fears on me. Oh, don't do that. Like, I'm my own person. I'm going to do my own thinking. I'm trying to get out of the box, out of the nine to five. 
it's not my, like, it's not my goal. Like I want to work for myself. Yeah. So I feel like a wow. lot of people question what we do because they don't understand it because they don't know the knowledge. They don't know what it takes. And they, yes. are com- it's okay to be comfortable in your own lane, but don't try to make other people comfortable in your lane. Cause that's what you're used to. Yeah. To something different. Yeah. yeah. There's a quote that like really stuck with me for years when um, one of my mentors said, and this has been passed around. Like I've heard it in many different people say that um, don't take advice from people who aren't living the life that you want to live. Ooh, yes. Like, because when you see a lot of people giving advice and I'm like, uh, you're complaining about your job, your like two weeks of vacation, um, you're like doing all these and you're telling me like none about nothing about your life is <laughs> something that I want to live. So yeah. um, and it could come from a good place too. like it can come from like my parents say it. Right. But I'm like, thank you. But you're not exactly also living the life that I aspire to. Thank you for all your sacrifices that gave me yep. the options to choose something different. And also like I choose something different. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. That's, that's something I can relate to so heavily. I have recently been getting some comments. Well, a little backstory on me. I left the corporate marketing world as well to pursue marketing for a startup company, as well as run my own photography business. And I still get comments from, family members and some friends, uh, so-called friends saying, oh, so like, how's the little photography business? Like, when when are you going to get a, a real job? Excuse me, this is a real job. Uh, this is, it's more than a real job. It's my life. It's my passion. And um, I'm lucky enough to have found a way to be able to make that pay the bills. But I, ugh, that just, they're, my family enjoys projecting their fears of, job stability and security on me and it comes across in my life but I'm, I'm working on you know moving past that and growing and being confident in my own self so both of your answers are yeah right on right on yeah. the target there they won't be saying little anymore when you're like doing all these really cool amazing things and they're like oh like you're doing that or yeah like, oh, you invite me like when they see like I've, I've had that like it, it happened a lot like in the beginning people are now used to me like in my business but yeah in the beginning they'd be they would say something like that like passive aggressively too right uh, <laughs> and then I think when my parents find out how much money I made in the business they were like oh, oh wait what oh, yeah <laughs> It's not so really more. Yeah, you never more than both of you combined before. Yeah, thanks. Uh, yeah. Ugh. Um. But yeah, uh, it's it's because they don't understand it because it, you know people are only limited with like the reality that they have. Yes. So Definitely. yeah, I think you just get better at tuning certain things out. Yeah, I'm I'm working on it for sure. Well, my next question, and this is something I have really enjoyed asking on the podcast thus far, just to hear everyone's different answers. How did you find the funding to initially open your business? I was working. I worked. I was in corporate. You know, um, I also used, (laughs) I don't advise this, it's not financial advice, but I had taken money from my my retirement uh, Mm. to also fund it. Okay. but I was like, you know what, I'm going to figure out a way. And at the end of the day, I, I think for me, I was like, I always, I will always trust myself. I will always figure it out. Yeah. And I've figured it out. You know, like it's not always easy. There's so many ups and downs, but I just had enough faith in myself that I will always figure it out. Yes. Um, but in the very beginning, when I started this, like 
eight years ago. Um, and my business has evolved a lot since then. Uh, I, I worked. Um, I picked up consulting gigs. I did contract. I did freelance. Um, you just do whatever it takes. Yeah. Same. My nine to five funds my business. And mm-hmm. to be honest, when I started, I just tapped into my savings. I don't advise that. Like, <laughs> trust yourself. If you know yeah. you can tap into the savings and put it back or still survive off what you have, go for it. But my nine to five funds my business. And to this day, it still does. So wow. until I'm blessed enough to leave, I will keep growing and growing my business and using my nine to five to get there. And I fully believe that's coming very soon for you, Nicole. I, I can see it. I'm so ready. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Who knows? Maybe by the time this episode airs, there will be a major shift and we'll all look back and laugh on this moment. <laughs> Manifesting that so hard. Yes. 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 There we go. It. It's happening this year Love for you. That. Yes. Amazing. Well, I'd love to know what helpful tips or advice you both would share with someone who is new to entrepreneurship. I would say breathe. Yes. If it scares you, do it. Because Mm -hmm. if it doesn't scare you, there's no growth. Yeah. So I remember for me in my year one, I was like, I'm going to do a 30 day reel challenge. I hated reels. I hated being in front of the camera. I hated it. I was so successful with it and I did my uh-huh. business did so well. And I was like, so this is it. If yeah. I decide to make a move and it doesn't scare me enough, like it's, it's not big enough. Yes. So I would definitely say breathe, do what scares you, even mm-hmm. if it scares you. I remember like my first few markets I would go and I'd be so anxious. I would literally sweat the whole yep. time I was there. But now markets are like, it's like a breeze. It's like breathing. It's just yes. automatic. Second and nature. Exactly. I also say be consistent. It's okay to fall off, but don't be afraid to get back on. Be as consistent as you can. Be great with time management. Plan ahead. If you can plan your content, plan your content. Yeah. I say every day is different, so take it a day at a time. Love that. Yeah. I kind of want to piggyback off what Nicole said. uh, And this is something that I teach my clients is about like working actually with your cycle because we do have different energies depending on if we're in our luteal phase, ovulation, all that. So if you plan ahead, like if you know that like it takes you, like you don't like creating content all that much, sometimes creating it during your uh, ovulation phase where you have so much energy and you feel like you're hottest and all that, like do a batch of it, knowing so that you can prepare and give yourself more grace for the days where you're like, I don't want to get out of bed, like I have cramps. And then not feel guilty because this is what I used to do before I started working like and honoring my cycles is that if I wasn't productive every day or did something, I would feel really guilty about it. Mm, And this linear, more masculine way of doing this, like we just always have to be on and be productive. Like I think there's a, there's this productivity, like just churning things out and not honoring ourselves like that hustle culture and then you wonder why a lot of people are on medication burnt out like all of these things because they're they don't know how to regulate you know their nervous system and they don't know how to regulate their emotions and so working with your cycle and knowing that and not feeling like oh I can't do any work and then you 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 feel bad about yourself and you're like oh my gosh I can't believe especially when you're still growing and as you continue to grow um it's really important so that you can stay consistent without feeling guilty so that you can like listen more to your intuition and be more creative um and it really helps with your mindset which is a big thing that nicole had said 
and like having a healthy mindset and knowing that there really is no failure. Like it's all just learning lessons. It's all just building blocks to help us learn and grow. And there's been so many, I I don't actually say the word failure anymore because every it's think of it as you're just collecting, you're collecting data, data so that you can do something different, like take away this like societal shame, you know, that we have our personal shame on like not achieving or comparing yourself to others and just yeah. think of it as, okay, I learned from that. That's, that's a data point. You know, that's something that I could learn that didn't work. So let me try this. Yeah. Uh, and then you just end up like enjoying the journey more, which is also more in that like feminine flow. It's like yes. it's the journey, things go up and down and like we celebrate all instead of this mm-hmm. projection where it's like here, start to finish and that's it. And then when you end, you wonder why a lot of people achieve certain things and they're still unhappy. Right. Like they reach yeah. this goal, they reach this, they make this much number in sales or all this, and they re- they get to that and they're like, oh, I still don't feel free or happy or have yeah. all this because they're too, you know, focused on achieving that and not actually enjoying the process and the journey. Yeah. And and this is something I had to learn for myself too, because I was very wow. like in that competitive kind of state too, until I started really working with my cycle and with different energies. Yeah. You know, that's, that's so interesting that you bring that up. I have never had that explained to me in that light before, but it makes complete and total sense. Like maybe that is the missing link for me and, and for other female entrepreneurs in my life too. I, I think that's, that's incredible. And I'll definitely have to connect with you outside of this and learn more about mm-hmm. that process. Cause that's, I, Something like the the wheels are definitely turning up here. Something is making sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And when you actually do it, it'll make sense in your body. Yeah. Definitely. It'll just feel right. Yeah. Yeah. It'll feel I think, right. I think that's something that we aren't taught as women. We're taught to, oh, our our cycle there's so much shame around our cycles and absolutely. It, it's not like that. Your cycle is like the moon. As much as people love the moon, love looking at it, love the phases of it, our cycles are literally just like that. And if you can learn mm-hmm. to like play into the different energies that are around, like you can be so much more successful. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Well, my next question how do you find work-life balance? Is there such a thing? So I have a different like way of thinking about it because the way I run my business, it's I, I am my business. I have a personal brand. Mm-hmm. And even though I have people that work for me, like it, it's, it's me. My business is me. I am my business. Um, but I've set it up in a way that feels good because yeah. I work with my cycle. Um, I'm able to really tap in, like ask myself, is this working for me right now? Um, is this something that it, I'm passionate about? Is this some like, I'm able to constantly ask myself instead of waiting. Usually people do like end of month reviews, or I'm always tapping in. So this yeah. is another thing I teach my clients, like each day, like tap in to what it is that are you on the right track for your bigger manifestations? Or does this feel right? Uh, and so I'm not saying it's always going to be perfect because life happens, but I have the tools and I teach my clients the tools to like tap within themselves to ask, okay, um, what do I need more of today? Maybe, and because of the cycle, may, uh, you know, I'm um, PMSing and it's going to happen and I just need to rest more. Um, like I really like, I'm trying to do this task, but I can't, I'm staring at the computer. Sometimes when we force ourselves like, and overrun ourselves, we're useless, Right. Instead of actually resting um, and taking a nap, maybe you need to walk outside. Maybe you need some fresh air. Maybe you need to move your body. 
Um, I'm constantly asking myself and my body, like, what do I need? And then taking advantage of the times where I have a lot of energy and I get a lot done. So I'm a lot more effective that way. And then I don't feel guilty of the times that I like stay in bed and read a novel, like a romance novel, you know, or you know what I mean? So I schedule it in that way. So I would say yes, that work life balance, but like it's, it's always ever flowing. It's always ever moving the way that feminine energy works. So, yeah. Well said. I'm going to piggyback off of that and say, you have to listen to your body. It'll Mm -hmm. like, I challenge you tomorrow, pay attention to your mood all day. When is your mood the highest? When are you the lowest? When you're like, okay, I need to go for a quick 15 minute walk just to regroup so I can refocus. Like I challenge you to know when your energy is high and when it's low and Mm -hmm. use that to like plan your content or yeah, do something important. So for me, work-life balance is basically self-care. Like I go to work, I do my domestic things at home. I have a quiet time, whether it's like a self-care shower or I go work out or I go walk in nature. But I definitely say you have to listen to your body and give it what it needs. Mm, Definitely. That's something I'm really trying to practice this year is prioritizing myself and giving myself grace to not feel guilty if I am taking time away from work. I think last year I, I spent too much time on my phone, on my computer, acting as if everything was an emergency. And if I didn't get back to this client immediately, my world was going to crumble in front of me. But in reality, that's really not the case. If it you know, doesn't need to be handled today, it's not going to get handled till tomorrow if it's outside of work hours. Like that's just something I'm learning. And, and everything you said about self-care is, is so important. Yeah. And this is your business. You're the boss. You can right. set the rules. You can set the boundaries. You can set the tone. Yes. You know, like it. So it's up to you. Yeah. Right? And really think about that. I'm like, do you really need to stress yourself out about that? No. Yeah, definitely. Well, yeah. my last question before we wrap up for today, I would love to know what 2023 has in store for you and your businesses, whether that's goals or upcoming exciting projects or things you're manifesting. Like what what's in store for you two lovely ladies? Uh, lots of juicy stuff. I'm always about the juiciness. I always talk about like, how can we make this life more sensational and orgasmic? Um, meaning like, how do, how do we live a life in a business that like turns us on, like that gets us excited, that lights us up. And for me, it's really, um, one getting in this full calendar of like having events. One of the things that kind of really got me down over the last few years with the uh, pandemic was that we weren't meeting in person and I love in-person interaction. Yep. Like there's just some, there's just a magic to it. So I'm really excited that um, I'm back to planning events, retreats and workshops in Miami. I am planning one in, you know, New York in May and have some really exciting ones happening retreats in different parts of the world. Um, also like getting back uh, into like doing more media and TV. I used to do a lot of TV back in the day. And so like just putting myself out there even more and yeah. then uh, working on getting a book deal. Wow. Amazing. Yeah. Hopefully that goes, that will go good. Yes. Yes. Already manifesting it. You know, I already feel all those things happening. It's already done. Yeah. It's It's been done. It's happened. Mm -hmm. How about you, Nicole? You know, that is a big question. To be honest, I like to free flow. Like I don't want to limit my business. I have ideas to step outside the box to grow but there's still a little work in progress. And to be honest, I feel like that's okay. But 
Absolutely. I do want to do more markets this year, um, more networking, building those connections, because to me, relationships are critical. It's about who you know, what spaces you can get into, spaces yep. that resonate with you and your brand. So to be honest, I'm not sure where I'm going to take Namaste Naturally next, but I know it's going to be fun, creative, and I'm going to love it. Yes, absolutely. I can't wait to see what 2023 has in store for each of you. I'm, I'm very excited. And thank you both so much for your time today. I loved all of the wisdom and insight that you shared. And I'm feeling very inspired myself, which is a great great takeaway for for me and for our viewers and listeners at home awesome thanks for hosting madison yes, yes thank, thank you, you for nice us. to meet you both yeah great to meet you both as well <laughs>